0: The high schools.
3: Hossel's going to take it on the quarterback draw, he's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5, he's into the end zone.
0: If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it.
2: Number four of my best non-sports sports, wife carrying. Hey, what's going on everybody? Happy Monday. Welcome on in to the Full Court Press. Thanks for tuning in and joining us. I'm uh, flying solo today. RJ is off with the USU women's basketball team, but a uh, lot of things to get through today. Uh, awards, recognitions, votes. Really exciting weekend for Utah State Athletics, so We'll get through that. Love to get your comments on it as well. 435-339-0321 to join in on the Guild Mortgage text line and uh, weigh in on some of the things that happened over this past weekend. A big win on Friday for Utah State men's basketball. Nice uh, dominating performance for Utah State football on Saturday. And uh, starting to get some recognition from some individual performances and uh, team performances as well. We'll hear from Coach uh, Blake Anderson, uh, Philip Paya, Quazel White. They met with media earlier today, so hear from them a little bit later on in the show uh, as well. So uh, a lot of different things we want to get through, um, and uh, and as always, love to get your participation and your feedback it makes a big difference on the show, having you guys uh, chime in on the events uh, from the past weekend and what's going on today. So I'll also look at the Utah Jazz. I don't know what's going on with the Utah Jazz. Uh, there's something fundamentally not quite right. Um, I, I know there's they're, they're trying to change a few things about how they do things, uh, and so maybe it's just that's all that it is, taking the team some time to adjust to a new style. Um I don't know, but uh, they've, they've dropped a couple of games here that they've struggled with that they normally probably shouldn't be. So we'll, we'll dive into that a little bit um, as well coming up. So, uh, But first things first, uh, let's start off with some of the recognitions and honors uh, being handed out uh, today. And uh, first of all, I want to start out with football and uh, Devin Tompkins. He did not receive the Offensive Player of the Week recognition for what he did uh at uh, San Jose State even though he I mean continues to <laughs> play incredible football uh but that honor went to uh, Charles Williams instead at UNLV and it's I mean it's kind of hard not to give it to that guy 266 yards and three touchdowns in a in a victory um over Hawaii so Kind of hard not to give that recognition to him, but uh, Devin Tompkins is basically one game away from breaking the Utah State record. Uh, but what he's been doing all season long is phenomenal. Uh, it's incredible, and because of that, he was kind of he's been on some watch lists, but now it's becoming a little bit more uh, refined and defined as to uh, his level of greatness, and he has become he's been named as a semifinalist. For the Belichick Award, now uh, he's, there are only ten that are in these semifinalists, um, and it's uh, it, that award goes to the most outstanding receivers. Not specific to wide receiver; it could go to a tight end, it could go to a running back who catches the ball out of the backfield, any position who can who catches the ball. So it's a little kind of a broad definition, and. Uh, Devin Tompkins is one of 10, is now recognized as a semifinalist, and for good reason. Uh, He leads the nation in receiving 144.1 yards per game. He leads the nation in all-purpose yards at 169.9 per game. He's eighth in the nation in receptions at 7.7 per game, and he's 16th in receiving touchdowns with eight. Uh, he also leads the nation with eight 100 yard receiving games. So far this year, he's had six in a row. Uh, he's also the only player in the nation with five games of 170 plus receiving yards. I mean, the guy is playing just outstanding, phenomenal football for USU. Now, San Jose was trying to bracket him and take him away from Logan Bonner. And so, uh, Derek Wright. Uh, got some great opportunities. I think we saw some Brandon Bowling get involved. We saw the tight end, Carson Terrell, get involved a little bit. Uh, and then eventually, you you can't keep Devin Tompkins down for too long. Eventually, he found the ball and made big explosive plays again for Utah State. Took the top off of their defense and made some incredible catches, as he is prone to do week in and week out. But, um, for Tompkins as mentioned one of 10 so here's who he's going up against Uh, Jordan Addison at Pittsburgh, uh, David Bell at Purdue uh, Jahan uh, Dotson at Penn State, Josh Downs at North Carolina, Drake London at USC, Chris Olave at Ohio State A.T. Perry at Wake Forest Jareth Stearns at Western Kentucky and Jamison Williams at Alabama so Outside of Devin Tompkins, Jareth Stearns is the only other non-P5 guy being recognized and on this list. So uh, odds kind of stacked against him a little bit, but uh, certainly proving that he belongs on that stage and as a semifinalist. Now, the award, the, the finalists, there'll be three finalists. It'll be narrowed down on Monday, November 23rd. So... Really, Devon has one more opportunity to impress uh, the this, this committee from the Tallahassee Quarterback Club Foundation uh, about why he should be not just the a, a, a finalist but a an award winner. But the uh, the because this weekend it's really kind of his last chance to be narrowed down as a finalist because that'll be named a week from today. And then the winner will be announced on December 9th. They do that uh, Home Depot College Football Awards where they give out all the different awards and and to all these uh, great outstanding players for various different positions and what they've been able to do. So Devin Tompkins is in that discussion. First time uh, an Aggie has been named as a semifinalist since Kevin Curtis back in 2001. And there are a lot of similarities for what uh, Devin Tompkins is doing with Kevin Curtis. He's been chasing Kevin all season long, and he is very likely to surpass uh, Kevin Curtis uh, in his uh, single-season record at Utah State. Uh, In fact, he just needs like 91 more yards uh, to pass Kevin Curtis. Um, And so he has caught 146 passes for 2,256 yards in his career, who ranks seventh all time in school history receiving yards, eighth all time in receptions. Um, and uh, the school record for receiving yards is 2,943, set by Kendall Smith in the uh, mid to late 80s. School record for receptions was set by Kevin Robinson in the early 2000s. So uh, he is the, Devin Tompkins is the 11th player in school history to post 2,000 receiving yards or more. Uh, First time since uh, Kevin Robinson was able to do that back in 2007. So uh, pretty phenomenal season that he's put together and uh, very close to surpassing uh, Kevin Curtis for uh, the single season record. Incredible what he's doing at that uh, 5'8 frame, right? I mean, he's not a big man, 155 pounds. But the way he goes up and high points a ball, is able to go out and, and, and fight for... Uh, the the reception is absolutely incredible. So great honor for him being recognized as a semifinalist. In, in fact, uh, one of his uh, teammates, um, Quazzo White, talked a little bit about uh, Devin Tompkins, and, uh, and so did Philip Paya. Uh, they weighed in on what type of season he's having and what kind of an impact he's having on their team individually. Um, but uh, White also talked about Logan Bonner, and uh, certainly a wide receiver can't do much if the ball's not thrown his way. So interesting comments earlier today from Quazzo White about the uh, two offensive studs for Utah State in uh, Logan Bonner and Devin Tompkins.
5: First off, both of them are absolutely amazing. Uh, I love playing with both of them. Logan, he's tough, like, tough as nails, man, this dude. You see him game after game get knocked down and sometimes it look like, oh, you don't know if he's going to come back in, but he always comes back in and he kills it every time. And uh, Devin, he's he's amazing as well. I've never seen a, a receiver his height play the way he does. Uh, it's kind of, it, it's amazing just, just seeing him do what he does. As Phil mentioned earlier, he plays like he's seven feet tall and you don't see that often with guys his height, so. It's amazing to see a, a, a walking highlight reel every every Saturday.
2: <laughs> a walking highlight reel. That is a great description of how Devin Tompkins approaches the game and what we see him uh, do every week. And as uh, Quazil uh, kind of referenced, Philip Paya uh, had some comments about uh, Devin Tompkins, and he may be small in stature, but he does not play like it.
6: The guy plays like he's seven foot tall, man. He's he's running on the field making plays. It's ridiculous every time I see a great play from him out now it's just like I'm not even shocked anymore I just expect it from him
2: <laughs> I mean is it, it's kind of an embarrassment of riches right I mean the type of catches that he makes and uh, Derek Wright makes it, it's like we just kind of get used to that but those are those are crazy what they're able to do uh especially I mean Derek Wright had a had a catch where uh it was a uh, uh, bombed to the end zone uh it's thrown up there he's behind the defensive back makes the adjustment to cut in front and knows it's a little bit short and is able to make that adjustment to get it, position himself in front of the defender and still come down with the catch. Uh, pretty incredible. Uh, this How these wide receivers have learned to adjust to how uh, Logan Bonner throws the ball, uh, certainly that uh, credit to them individually for their own personal athleticism and ability to track the ball properly. But also, I think you deserve uh, some credit for what um, what uh, Kyle Cephalo has been able to do, and how he coaches uh, the wide receivers at Utah State, and getting a lot of uh, I mean, everywhere that guy goes, wide receivers get big time recognitions. So it's not really surprising that it's happening here in Logan as well. Uh, to our text line six two one one, love your new intro, thank you six two one one. AJ deserves all the credit. For that, unfortunately, he's not here to hear that, uh, receive that personally. But I'll be sure to pass that along. Nine three one zero chiming in: uh, Were the last three quarters from the uh, San Jose State game the best the Aggies have had this season? I think so. Boy, hard to argue against it. Uh, the first quarter, yeah, the Aggies spotted San Jose fourteen points with the pick six and then the four, the fumble that gave them a very short field. Um, but I, I think that it would be easy to say that, that probably the best defensive game that we've seen out of Utah State almost a complete game um I mean it's hard to uh hold the defense uh, uh give them any blame for kind of that short field and what they gave up offensively that gave that uh, one touchdown for San Jose but the way they were getting after. Uh, both Starkle and Nash, uh, they limited, the, there was like no run game whatsoever. Um, it's just the, the pressure they were able to put on the, the the quarterback and shutting down the run game. They gave up 12 yards rushing, 12 yards net. So certainly some of the sacks go against that. And there were a lot of, uh, well, not a lot, but there was a good number of, of uh, tackles for loss for Utah State. There were eight total, but uh, 12 Net rushing yards. Absolutely phenomenal. So great performance by that defense. And then that offense really just came alive. A huge third quarter uh, for Utah State. Uh, 24, excuse me, second quarter, uh, 24 points in the second quarter. Incredible. I mean, that offense is is rolling. The defense is coming alive and it's connecting. Uh, They've gotten better every week. With uh, stopping the run and getting after opposing quarterbacks. Um, you know, this week they're gonna need that again. They've got another good quality running back that they're gonna be facing in uh Xavian uh, but that Wyoming offense has been really hit and miss. Uh Chambers has been hurt off and on. Uh he when he's healthy, he's a really dynamic quarterback, but but uh considering look the San Jose State was favored by four and a half this last Saturday. Well, Utah State was able to do to go in there to San Jose and knock off the defending champions in the way they did and to put this many points on San Jose as they as they did. Um like nobody has been able to score that many points on San Jose all year. Uh, USC they only scored 30. Granted there's been some changes at USC since but early in the year USC was a top 25 team. They were number 15 at the time. Um, In their losses, uh, uh, USC scored 30. Uh, Western Michigan put 23 on them. Colorado State, 32. And San Diego State, 19. Granted, uh, they're not really known for their offense, but uh, they've never given up anything close to what Utah State offensively, offensively was able to do to them. So... Big time credit for that offense uh, and continuing to attack, um, and uh, certainly I think you have to give a lot of credit to the, that defense too, uh, and how they were disruptive. They created turn, turnovers and takeaways, and uh, really made San Jose gun shy and uh, put a lot of things made things a lot easier for Utah State uh, in general in that game over the weekend. So uh, certainly, as we mentioned, recognition. To Devin Tompkins and his personal recognition as a Bolitnikov semifinalist. Uh, we mentioned, uh, we heard from Philip Pia. we heard from Quazal White uh, about uh, what he's been able to do. But, um, boy, uh, Anderson, uh, as, uh, as well, Coach Anderson, uh, with a lot of praise for him as well. And just uh, overall, complimentary of uh, the team and how well they've been able to do. Uh, in their their offense and just not getting down and, uh, on being from playing from behind, the way they were able to still stay in there and have confidence to keep rolling. And uh, here's some of his kind of wrapped up in some of his comments in his opening statement uh, with the media earlier today, kind of recapping that great win on the road at San Jose late on Saturday night.
7: Huge road win, big win, probably the collectively the best game this group that's played since the beginning of the season would have loved to have seen that game play out without the 14-point spotted first quarter. But uh, the turnovers, you know, their, their defense is really good. They created opportunities and they get credit for those. But uh, beyond proud of how the guys responded to go on, you know, really, and just play those guys like we did from that point on, I guess, 48-3, to three, uh, to hold them to the total we did, defensively and to be able to finish in the end zone the way we did offensively. And and really, honestly, uh, even special teams, nothing flashy, but very, very sound game. No big mistakes, good coverage, punted them inside the 10. A lot of positives really felt like we've seen improvement in all three phases week to week and we needed it most in this particular game on the road against the defending champs. And that's exactly what we got. So proud of Proud of the progress that we've made, how the guys uh, have just continued to battle to get better. The energy on the sideline was amazing all night. If you've seen the videos of the dudes dancing, I mean, they're just having a blast playing ball with it together. And, and I love that about this group. I think they deserve it with all they've been through and in the, in the, um, the work they've given us. It, it feels your heart to see them have fun. And the fact that we're competing here for some very meaningful games to finish this season is even more uh, exciting for them.
2: It is. uh, It is awesome. And that was fun watching the the players celebrate and uh, have fun on those sidelines after creating some turnovers and uh, some big plays. Uh, And uh, but can they continue to prove the early season doubters wrong? Uh, Granted, they've Definitely exceeded anything I ever thought that would happen for this season. I'm happily to admit that I was off on uh, what I thought from this team what they could do. Uh, they've exceeded a lot of that already. And looking at the overall, it's the now that the weekend is is done, and we'll go through some of the other scores in the Mountain West. But Utah State continues to do what is necessary to to maintain their position top the mountain division they're five and one right now in conference eight and two overall they're number one of the mountain division without any other tiebreakers or anything out they're in sole possession on the other side San Diego State is also in sole possession of uh, the top of the of the West division after they defeated Nevada so it's moving towards a Utah State San Diego State showdown in the conference title game if everything else those uh continues to play out if uh, those if neither team loses uh, in their final two games um, but um, actually San Diego State uh, they have a bye week no sorry that's uh they do play UNLV this week and then Boise the following week maybe it was Fresno State I was thinking of it has a bye week this week but uh, regardless they should be favored in the both of their last two games but San Diego State, and Boise State, that'll be a tough matchup. And that'll be at uh, at Carson, California. Technically, it's a San Diego State home game. But uh, still, that, that'll be a tough one for them to finish that out. And if, by chance, Boise State wins that game, uh, well, interesting scenario to try to figure out who will represent the West because you'll have three teams with two losses. Uh, but... Uh, We're not going to get into the tiebreaker scenarios for the West Division because it's not quite as important just yet. And there's more time to be played here, more games to be played. But still, uh, Utah State continues to uh, do what's necessary to to maintain their position. And this was one of the games early in the year that we thought this is going to be a true test for Utah State to see what kind of team they are going on the road against the reigning uh, conference champions. They've uh, kind of turned some things around there at San Jose. Uh, but this season, that has been a little bit up and down. You can tell there's uncertainty about the quarterback position there. They've got some great players on defense, but Utah State was able to overcome all of that and win in an incredibly impressive fashion on, uh, on Saturday night. So with that, there's some other recognition, not just to Devin Tompkins. Take a quick timeout here on the full-court press. Utah State is getting votes in both polls uh, for what they've been able to do this this season. Is it just in time? Is it a little bit late? Is it too early? Uh, But we'll debate that coming up here on the other side. We'll also continue to hear from Blake Anderson, uh, Philip Paya, and Quazelle White as they met with the media today. We'll also look at uh, the other things that happened in the Mountain West Conference over this past weekend. Uh, It's not just football getting recognition. Basketball getting some recognition, too. Uh, And a great win for Utah State on Friday afternoon. Uh, they're in Annapolis, Maryland against Richmond. Uh, get some updates on that and kind of what's ahead for the USU men's basketball team. Utah Jazz dropping four of their last five. Kind of curious to see what's going on with the Jazz and uh, what's the latest with the NBA. And uh, really kind of a strange weekend in the NFL. We had some blowouts. We had, some, uh, we had a tie. Kind of a strange way every, some of these games uh, played out. Some favored teams really fell flat while others performed very well. So we'll recap that as and continue to get your thoughts and your reactions to the weekend of 435-339-0321 on our Guild Mortgage text line.
8: Crystal Vision, the gold medal winner of Best of Northern Utah, has a deal for you. They need to clear space for their new eyewear lines coming in, which means you can save 40% off of selected styles and brands of frames in stock that will fit your unique style and budget. Take in your current prescription and let Crystal Vision fit you into a new look. Let this be the year your glasses feel like they were made for you. Crystal Vision, on 14th North or online at crystalvision.com.
3: This is Ryan at My Mattress. Look, I admit, in the past, we've been a little bit hard on Lewiston for not buying mattresses. All that has changed now. Lewiston has practically written telebed into their city bylaws. This makes us feel like celebrating. Hooray for Lewiston! You're finally sleeping
9: better, Lewiston! We thought that you were all insomniacs, now we can relax! Good job, Lewiston!
3: I gotta tell you, though, I am concerned about Menden. My Mattress by the new Walmart. Hi, this is Bob Larson
2: with LSS Insurance. Be our guest November 18th, the third Thursday at 7 p.m. to learn all about Medicare and Social Security. Planning ahead will give you the confidence you need to make these important decisions. Come see us November 18th at 7 p.m. at our office by the North Walmart. Call 752-9493. The seminar is free. The information is extremely valuable. Call 752 9493 to RSVP as seating is limited.
4: Well,
0: what shall we talk about? You're listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show. Brave by ne-
4: definition is ready to face and endure danger. Native American Indian warrior endure or face without showing fear. In an effort to be sensitive towards other cultures, we actually kind of eliminate some of the championing of the culture.
0: The Doug Gottlieb Show. Weekday afternoons from 1 to 4 on Sports Talk Radio, Ah. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan.
4: This is Bruce Rigby from Cash Valley Bank. People come to me all the time and say, Wow, Cash Valley Bank is growing. We are growing and providing banking services to many communities in Utah and particularly here in Cash Valley. Cash Valley Bank is actively involved in our communities with local people who can make decisions quickly and professionally. We're a community bank and Cash Valley is important to us. Cash Valley Bank, growing, expanding, and proud to have our roots firmly planted in Cash Valley. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. T-shirts are more popular than ever. The one that has the perfect statement or a one-of-a-kind design. They really do make you look. Great Basin Graphics has the best screen printers and equipment creating custom, retail quality shirts at great prices. Employees look great and clients will always wear high quality T-shirts advertising your product or service. Great Basin Graphics design, screen print, and embroider everything and anything. Google Great Basin Graphics or visit their new location at 966 West 400 North.
0: The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390
6: AM. The Fan. Really fortunate.
1: Uh, We've had him very engaged in the athletic department for the last two years since he did step down. He provides a lot of counsel to me and to our other coaches in the department. Um, he's part of my uh, inner circle of advisors that I lean on for advice on a number of things, and I do expect to get counsel from him during the search process.
2: That was Jennifer Cohen, uh, Washington Huskies, let go of Jimmy Lake, another coach fired before the end of the regular season. And uh, talking about how they, you're referring to uh, Coach Peterson, who was there and had a lot of success. Uh, before he stepped down, and they plan on turning to him to get some more advice about uh, the next steps forward. Um, Another week, another notable program looking for a new head coach. Um, Crazy how quickly these things are happening in the middle of the season uh, before the end of the regular season. So uh, another one bites the dust. Uh, and look, and there's going to be more attention on Blake Anderson. Uh, it's, and why not? I mean, the guy's been a turnaround artist here. You know, took a team that got one win last year, was embroiled with controversy, and stepped in uh, quickly, established calm, and uh, created a culture of of winning and accountability. And uh, boy, we're seeing the dividends now as Utah State is in the driver's seat to represent the Mountain Division in the Mountain West Conference uh, title game. Now, there are two more games that still need to be played. Utah State has to get past Wyoming first uh, this week and then uh, travel to New Mexico next week. But um, Utah State and uh, and Wyoming Aggies – uh, currently, what's the? They think they opened as what was it? Uh, seven point favorites. Uh, I gotta double check this. Um, and uh, now my screen changed. The oh, call is gonna love that. Uh, Utah State opening as a well currently a six point favorite. As Yaggies will host Wyoming on Senior Day Saturday at six. That game will be on CBS Sports Network. However, it'd be great to get that stadium full. I mean, it's Senior Day. There's gonna be a lot of seniors recognized. Not just uh, your traditional seniors, but you've got the super seniors uh, and uh, who really didn't have a, a great opportunity for a send-off last year. So, um, boy, great to fill that stadium and recognize what this team is doing this year, but also those seniors who have been through a lot. Uh, they've been a part of some really successful times, uh, had a, some downtime there that uh, was not really great for USU, and then a successful rebound uh, as well. So... Uh, From what I have saw tail end of last week, I haven't been able to check it today, but uh, from what I saw last, there are still a lot of seats available to go see Utah State finish out their regular season at home uh, before they uh, go to uh, New Mexico to finish out the regular season uh, on the following week. So love to see that stadium full on Saturday night. Remind you if you want to chime in on these things. We'd love to get your thoughts on the Guild Mortgage text line. Got a text coming through from 5879. My prediction was close as far as rankings. USU football is getting recognition way too late. This is an epic coach and staff. I'm afraid we'll lose them to another university for more money. (coughs) Excuse me. As far as uh, getting the recognition, <coughs> Excuse me. Yes, Utah State is getting votes. Finally, getting some votes in both the AP and the coaches polls. Uh, Utah State getting 12 votes in the AP, uh, effectively ranked. Uh, I think it's uh, 31st in that poll, and they're also getting in the coaches poll, getting nine votes there. And uh, similar, about 33rd, I think, is what it is. But Aggies are ahead of Fresno State, who is also getting votes. San Diego State remains in both polls. Uh, Actually, they were not ranked in uh, either poll last week, and so they are ranked now. Uh, They are ranked 23rd in both. Uh, University of Utah also climbs into both polls where they were not ranked previously um, in uh, in the coaches poll or the AP, they uh, were ranked in the uh, college football playoff poll last week, but uh, getting some recognition from both the Associated Press and coaches. Uh, So right now, San Diego State is ranked. Utah State is getting votes. Uh, Fresno State is also getting votes in the coaches, but not in the AP. So getting votes and getting recognition, was it too late? Is it appropriate? Is it a good time to finally be receiving votes? or uh, too soon. Uh, And and frankly, I'm with uh, 5879. I think it's a little late. I mean, they should have been getting votes before now, considering what they're doing and how they're doing it. Uh, I get it. They're playing from behind a lot, but they're making it pretty regular. That doesn't really matter if they're down early. They figure it out, and they take care of business and get the job done. So it seems a little late now for being uh, the the top team in the mountain division with some other good teams with wins over Air Force, who's uh, they're they're having a nice season uh, and uh, considering some of the other wins that they've been able to pick up Washington state, they were competitive against Oregon just the other day. So they've, they've turned out to still be competitive despite some of the drama with their football team and uh, the issues outside of playing football. So, Utah State getting recognition. I think it's appropriate now. If they didn't get votes, then you know we'd all be on our on our soapboxes screaming loudly that there was injustices. But uh, it they deserve to get votes last week, but they absolutely deserve to get votes now uh, this week. Um, more texts coming through. This is from four zero eight six. Uh, I don't want to be a downer. I doubt we'll have a full house. Um. I hope you're not a downer. I hope it's I hope it's better than that. But Utah State has only had one sellout all year. And that was when BYU came to town, a game that doesn't matter for standings. Um, but uh, hope you're wrong. Uh, I hope we get do get some recognition there for uh, the community to just, just go out and and show their support for this team, the type of season that they've been having, and recognize these seniors. For the year and the career they've had, so lots of seats available. Hope you go out and grab them. Be awesome to have, to send this team out on a uh, the last home game with a the huge win. Uh, there now, there is still a chance that Utah State could have another home game if Boise State does Utah State a solid and beats San Diego State. The Aggies would host, and the Aggies win out. The Aggies would host the conference championship game in Logan on that first weekend in December, so it's still very possible. But uh, have a great home crowd this weekend would would certainly go a long way to that as well. Two seven eight seven. Hey, how about West Side Football? If they win this weekend, they'll have won three state titles three years in a row so far in the state playoffs this year. They have outscored their opponents ninety-five to sixteen. Holy cow. They've won 31 games in a row. That is impressive. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up. I was going to mention them, and I'm glad you uh, you got to it before I did. They've had a phenomenal season, just dominance in every game that they have played, 31 straight. They've not lost a game in three years, going for the third straight title. They. It's kind of a curious time for that championship game. Uh, it's Thursday night, 9 o'clock. Uh, uh in Pocatello they're in uh, in a holt arena. it's a weird time to have the the title game. That's a really late night uh getting back home but boy they they deserve every recognition possible. Uh, great program there uh, at Westside High School going for their third straight title. Uh, great photo gallery on Cash Valley daily uh, as uh, they uh, beat Bear Lake. Over the weekend on Friday night, so go check that out if you haven't been able to see that yet. Uh, so, yes, absolutely, everybody should be cheering for West Side. Great year that they've had so far. Nine three one zero chiming in. I think we're getting the recognition right on time. We don't have a marquee win, uh, and that's f- that's fair. Um, you know, considering uh, Utah State had opportunities for marquee wins against Boise State and. And BYU and didn't uh, might say that the Air Force win could be considered somewhat of a marquee, but even then, they're not getting votes. So they haven't defeated a a real superior uh, team, not a top twenty-five team, but uh, they put together a solid season. Um, you know, Washington State currently, uh, they are. Uh, four or they're five and five, four and three in conference play. They're right behind Oregon in the Pac-12 North. Of course, that's a pretty messed up uh, division in the Pac-12. But uh, Washington State fighting for bowl eligibility. Uh, Aggies—that's probably their most premier win. Air Force—they're seven and three. One of their few losses was against Utah State. Um. So, uh, San Jose is probably the other bigger win but again i i get it that's a good point it's a fair point uh with a marquee win on their resume air force is right now the the best win the aggies have uh, on their on their resume their, their two losses aren't bad losses and that's another important thing to consider i think uh boise state they're bowl eligible now they're 6 and 4 playing really good football at, at the moment byu in the top 25, uh, they're currently ranked uh, 14th in the uh, AP, 15th in, in the coaches. So those are two losses against quality programs, uh, but no real marquee wins. I, I get that. Uh, that's fair, but the Air Force won probably the, the biggest on the, uh, uh, on the resume at this point. And Blake Anderson actually kind of uh, uh, talked a little bit about that. This is the Utah State football team receiving votes for the first time this year. First time in a little while that USU has received votes in the top 25 poll. But uh, Blake Anderson discussed that earlier today about uh, getting some recognition nationally.
7: You know, I just we, we just talk about trying to win each week. I, obviously, I, I'm not sure they expected to be an underdog, and we didn't talk about it at all. I just heard a couple guys making comments about it. I never addressed that we were or weren't. Um, I had a lot of respect for the team we're going to play. Did not expect the game to go quite like it did. We got some momentum going and played well. And and I think capitalized on some mistakes that they made, but um, you know, we're just really trying to focus on one week at a time. If we get votes, great. We want to, we want to take care of our business getting the championship game. That's that's our only focus.
2: And I love that. That's, that's been very consistent with coach Blake Anderson as well as uh, his players, they they feed off of that. They follow that very closely and deservedly so. Actually, I Actually, need to correct myself. Uh, I was wrong. I, I forgot Utah State did get some votes after their victory at Air Force. They received two votes in the coaches' poll uh, that weekend. Uh, but uh, Utah State, 12 votes in the AP, which would effectively make them 31st, uh, nine votes in the coaches, which would put them at 33. Um but um, the the Aggies have won their their last five games. Uh, they've they're undefeated on the road, which is incredible. Uh, an opportunity to win all six coming up in uh, two weeks, which is I don't think has ever been done uh, for USU. So uh, incredible improvement this year over last. And so with with some of these coaching changes that have happened, you know Blake Anderson's name will be brought up and. Uh, who was it that uh, had mentioned that? Um, one of our texts came in. That was uh, five eight seven nine, I believe. Um, that yes, it is. It is a great coaching staff, and they've had tremendous success. And will Blake Anderson be mentioned? Absolutely, he should be. Will he go? That I don't know. I can't predict that. Uh, I think it would probably be pretty safe to say. I probably feel more confident. In in the belief that there, some of these assistant coaches will be gone, it'll be hard to keep them. Uh, I doubt. I I just I have a hunch. I doubt that uh, Blake Anderson would leave after just one year in Logan. Obviously, it's really hard to predict that when there's some pretty notable programs looking for replacements, and uh, some of them have had have had a few rough years. And uh, we'll need a replacement, and it's not over yet. We know current vacancies, but there some of those vacancies getting filled will create domino effects, and uh, hard to know. Like there may be some school he's always dreamed about coaching or destination he's always wanted to go, and it may open up and planets align, and it's uh, it's a great opportunity for him. Like and, and none of no Aggie fan should begrudge him that. The only thing that we could hope for is that whomever replaces him continues the current momentum. But uh, his name should be mentioned as a, as a target and as a potential. You come in and have a turnaround like that? Absolutely. But uh, you, you hope that he sticks around and wants to stay here and continue what he started and is able to, to maintain as much of that coaching staff as, as possible. Because it's been an awesome ride for Utah State as as this team continues week in and week out to get better and how they buy into what these coaches are trying to do, especially that defense. And uh, we'll get more into that coming up on the other side. I'd love to continue to get your thoughts, your comments of the weekend that was, some of the recognitions that have coming down for football and basketball for Utah State, uh, the weekend that was for college football, the NFL, and the Utah Jazz in a bit of a early slump after a hot start and to, is it are we, is it time to start panicking and causing concern or it's just part of their process of developing as a team we'll discuss that coming up on the full court press and love to get your thoughts as well on our Gilded Mortgage text line 435-339-0321
7: My name is Sabrina and I'm a student at New Horizons Beauty College. I've learned all sorts of things, how to have more patience and understanding with others, but I've also learned a lot of different techniques, having to deal with hairstyling, nails, coloring, chemical services, and the most rewarding thing, seeing your improvement and then seeing what you've done to others and how happy it makes them. My name is Sabrina and I recommend becoming a student at New Horizons Beauty College.
3: We're right in the middle of holiday season. Most of our focus is on family and friends, as it should be. But don't forget your vehicles during the cold winter months. At valveliness and oil change will make it easy on you to get an oil change, have your vehicle's fluids checked, and if needed, check emissions and renew your registration. All while you sit in your warm car. It doesn't get much easier than that. Valveliness and oil change, 695 North Main, across from Angie's. I'm here with Jay Broadbent
4: from Alpine Home Medical.
1: Jay, I hear your ads for CPAP resupply all the time. What do I need to do to just get that taken care
10: of? It's easy. We can set up your CPAP resupply within a few minutes. We'll work out all the insurance for you, and then we'll start mailing the supplies straight to your door. You can even chat with a CPAP specialist online. Just visit us at alpinehomemedical.com. We'll have you sleeping better in no time.
0: It's the full court press with
2: Eric Franzen,
4: and I will
3: hurt somebody's feelings.
4: Oh, by the way, I'll be in Cal next Monday and Tuesday, so I'll not be here. I talked to Johnny U, and I was like, "Hey, Johnny, you want to go help out Eric?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure, man. Johnny U's gonna come help you out." You don't look thrilled about that. Do you want me to when? tell him no? Next Monday.
2: Oh yeah. When are you here? Maybe it's a better.
4: Oh, <laughs> should be. Well, are you what missing I'm me, Eric?
2: Are you missing me? Huh?
4: You
5: missing me? That's all right. Go ahead and say it. Say I miss you.
0: Weekdays from four to six, one hundred FM, thirteen a.m. The Fan. Colonel? Good morning, sir. I see you found a way to keep our cannon out of the mud. Pavers, sir.
9: As a mason, I used to lay them for courtyards and patios. Brilliant. Thank you. They hold up beautifully no matter how punishing the conditions. I can see that. Say, uh, after the war. Think you'd be available to pave my patio at Mount Vernon? Stone pavers from Castellite really catch your eye. Do it yourself with the expert help at Castellite. For all your brick, block, rock, paver, and tile
0: needs, go where the pros go. Castellite.com. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan.
2: Yeah, it was a big Friday around here with Ridgeline getting the 4A football title, their first football championship in their school's short history. Uh, West Side with a big win on Friday night, continuing on their string of success, beating Bear Lake in dramatic uh, <laughs> pretty dramatic fashion, just the way they continue to dominate. really impressive. Great photo galleries of both of those games on Cash Valley Daily. Uh, Utah State basketball with a huge win at Richmond Friday – well, against Richmond Friday afternoon. The game was at Annapolis at the Naval Academy. And then uh, Utah State football with a huge win Saturday night at San Jose State on the road. If The Aggies were not favored in that one. it uh, Didn't bother the Aggies. Maybe that proved gave them a little bit extra uh, vinegar in the veins in how they approached San Jose because that defense just – came out on fire uh, against uh, a good, solid San Jose State offense. And uh, the way they've been able to continue to improve in their run defense really has me impressed. Um, Early in the year, Utah State just had to outscore their opponents because they had a hard time slowing them down. But uh, that run defense was always kind of problematic for Utah State. Uh, But uh, steadily is improving every week, and after being gashed, by some uh, running backs, they have turned turned a flip, uh, t- turned to switch. Excuse me, flipped a switch on how well they're doing uh, defensively. Uh, get some comments from Coach uh, Blake Anderson on that in just a moment. But uh, back to our Guild Mortgage text line from eight nine six eight. Considering what it looked like at the first of the year and where the Aggies were projected to be, every win is somewhat of a marquee win. That's <laughs> a great point. Uh, they were only favorite. They expected to win three games. Uh, I went back and pulled out the Mountain West Conference preseason poll. Just had me thinking about this earlier today. Aggies have won eight games already. They were only projected to win three, three and a half. And I needed a reminder about the preseason poll um, from earlier this season before the football season really began. Boise State received 23 first-place votes in the Mountain Division, and they were number one uh, overall with uh, so many votes. Um, Technically, Nevada would have been number two. They had received 19 first-place votes for a total of 141 points. Uh, Boise State had 148. So if we just go by points, the projected order of finish in the Mountain West was Boise State, Nevada, San Jose State, then Wyoming, then Air Force. Uh, That's your top five. So far, Utah State has taken down two of those top five. And one of those teams, boy, I'd love to have Boise State on the schedule again. Uh, I just think the way USU is playing now would be a very different scenario. Uh, So many missed opportunities against Boise State, uh, self-inflicted mistakes. But Utah State, Projected to finish fifth in the mountain division, barely ahead of New Mexico. And if you look at the the point totals of uh, where people placed everybody, UNLV was going to finish la- was projected to finish dead last, then New Mexico, then Utah State. And here they are, currently on top of the mountain division with an opportunity to play for and maybe even host, the conference championship game. Really impressive what this coaching staff has done, and a lot of it because of their uh, some of the uh, well, the start of the season was great offense, but lately it's been this defense that's really picked up and been making a huge difference. And uh, coming up, we'll hear from Coach Anderson about that run defense specifically improving, and hear from some of the the players as well. They, they Philip Paya, weighed in on that on how that run defense. Continues to improve for Utah State, only 12 net rushing yards last week against San Jose. They did a phenomenal job stifling the run against Hawaii, so really impressive to see what they're doing. Quick timeout here and some more thoughts about what Utah State has been doing so far in football. Uh, we'll still get into basketball next hour. Utah State uh, getting some recognition uh, for what they they were able to do last week, and uh yeah continue to look at uh, what's uh, ahead for usu basketball as well it's all coming up on the full court press it started out as free
0: but then they said it would only be a few cents a day
9: what you're hearing is real and it may
2: be happening to you
0: i pay for streaming video then the cloud storage then streaming audio where does it end
2: It ended up being a lot every month.
9: This is the sound of nickel and diming syndrome. It's a real thing.
2: It is a real thing.
4: I just want to hear my music. Is that so wrong?
9: There is hope. For millions of people, there's radio. Radio? Radio. With zero down and zero per month, radio delivers all the news, music, and entertainment you want. When you want it, for free. No usernames, passwords, or Wi-Fi connections required.
0: Here's my
2: card number. It's 7354... Shh.
9: Don't speak. When you listen to local radio, you'll never need that. <laughs> oh,
2: this, is, this is so wonderful. <laughs> yes, it is. The cure
9: for nickel and diamond syndrome.
2: <laughs> oh, I could
8: use a hug.
9: It's radio. No subscription required.
8: If you're thinking about getting engaged this holiday season, Essie Needham Jewelers is the place to shop for your diamond engagement ring. Essie Needham's has the largest selection of wedding rings in the area, including hundreds of styles in platinum, white gold, and yellow gold. We import diamonds direct from Antwerp, Belgium, which enables us to guarantee the best price on diamonds. We also offer the most complete warranty and services of any store in the state. Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7, where Utah gets engaged. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock.
9: This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership? And we are debt free with 47 years of industry experience. Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions and all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com.
0: Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan.
6: It's been really great for our defense. You know, um, that's a big, uh, big point of emphasis for us these past couple of weeks. So, you know, uh, being able to do it in practice, like from the beginning of the year, from uh, the summer, and to finally see it translate into the season and in games is is really huge for us. And uh, I, I feel like the coaching staff has done a great job with uh, pushing us to making ourselves uh, believe that we can do it out there on uh, Saturday nights.
2: That's Philip Paya talking about that run defense that's really been improving for USU. Uh, look, They've done a phenomenal job taking that away from their opponents and making them one-dimensional. And then that uh, USU secondary has been coming up, making some big plays, Cash Gilliam, Johnny Carter, uh, Hunter Reynolds, Shaq Bond. I mean, it's, it's a long list of well, with these impact players for Utah State and what, uh, what they've been able to do uh, and how they've been able to do it. Um, so it really starts with that push up front, creating chaos and disruption by that uh, front group there. I think you have to include uh, the linebackers in that as well. Justin Rice, uh, A.J. Pachon, Kevin Metzenheimer. It's been great to see this team develop and grow into the success that they're having right now. Uh, before we hand it off to Dan Patrick and his Above the Noise segment, just want to remind you that Napa Auto Parts, uh, you know this, they have the best prices on the best parts. And you've got five different locations to find that from Preston to Providence in the Cache Valley. Uh, a lot of different things available to you. Um, like uh, they've got a Napa oil special on 5-weight 30 motor oil, nineteen ninety nine on their synthetic uh, full motor oil. They've got uh, multi-tools. They've got uh, ratchet sets, mechanics tools, uh, everything you're going to need for your vehicle, uh, to make it sh- make sure that it continues to run right and uh, great savings on things that you're already going to need to make sure that you're protected and, and running properly as the weather starts to turn and get colder. You don't want to be stuck in the cold. Your engine's not running right. So stop by any of the Napa Auto Parts stores, five of them locally owned and operated from Preston to Providence, and they sponsor Dan Patrick above the noise. And uh, coming up next hour, we'll get into USU basketball. We'll hear more from uh, Coach Anderson and the players about a great football win. Uh, Utah Jazz in a bit of a funk right now. What's going on with them? Uh, is Rudy Gay the answer? Uh, we'll debate that as well coming up. And love to continue to get your thoughts and your reactions on our Guild Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321. It didn't take long for the
1: Cam Newton memories to flood back for Carolina fans. On his first play since signing last Thursday, Newton ran into touchdown. On his second play, he threw for one. After he got into the end zone, Newton took off his helmet and screamed, I'm back. He happened to get a penalty, but that's not the point. Who knows if he'll be able to produce at that level like he used to with the Panthers. But the team was fired up and they took on the NFC leading Cardinals and took them to task in Arizona. Panthers won 34 to 10. They're five and five and in the playoff picture. We'll see what Newton can do this year. He's only 32. Panthers seem to be open to anything at quarterback. Long way to go, but watching Cam suit up in black and silver and blue was a lot of fun. He should get a chance against his former coach Ron Rivera, and Washington next week. All of a sudden, the Panthers have become a much more interesting team. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. In 2021, there are self-driving cars, plant burgers, tourists in space. The least your phone could do is download entertainment in a flash. For that, you should go to AT&T 5G. AT&T 5G is fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Want to make sure your phone service keeps up with what you need from it? Get AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires a compatible plan. May not be in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Whether you're golfing or working out, my body doesn't recover like it once did. And that's why I'm so thankful for Level Select CBD. I trust Level Select because it's formulated by actual doctors using high concentrations of CBD. I apply Level 3 sports cream to wherever I'm sore and let their proprietary blend of CBD go to work. Go to LevelSelectCBD.com, promo code DP30, $30 off your entire order today. $30 off LevelSelectCBD.com, promo code DP30, not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.
8: Always the best prices on the best parts at your locally owned Preston
4: to Providence Napa Auto Parts. A five-quart jug of Napa full synthetic 530 motor oil, $19.99. Heavy-duty Napa 1540 engine oil, $12.49 a gallon. A 100-piece screwdriver set, $19.99. Stock up on blue heat ice melt, 50-pound bag, only $8. A maxi-track remote control crawler, $49.99. These deals and a whole lot more at any of the five locally owned Preston to Providence Napa Auto Parts.
0: The home for Sports Talk Radio, KLGN Logan, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan.
4: Here's what you need to
8: know. Baseball's rookies of the year have just been announced. In the National League, Red second baseman Jonathan India the winner, and in American League play, yeah, it's another Tampa Bay Ray outfielder Randy Arosarena is rookie of the year. The Tigers agreed to a five-year deal with lefty pitcher Eduardo Rodriguez from the Red Sox. The Monday night football matchup still over an hour away from kickoff. San Francisco, winless at home, hosting the LA Rams, who are seven and two overall, and in fact are undefeated on the road. Washington defensive end Chase Young is officially out for the season. He reportedly suffered a torn ACL yesterday. He'll have knee surgery. Green Bay running back Aaron Jones will reportedly miss one to two weeks with a sprained MCL. Falcons running back Cordero Patterson could miss Thursday night's game with a sprained ankle. Atlanta will host New England on Fox TV Thursday. Steelers safety Minka Fitzpatrick was placed on the COVID list. The Dolphins will start two at quarterback Sunday. I'm Steve Desager.
0: A presentation of Sports Talk Radio. It's this man. It's the compassion. It's the it's the dignity. It's the wisdom. It's the it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what?
1: This is crap. We're gonna stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Hold up and run it again. We're
2: rolling now. <laughs> I think so. Microphones are on. Marker 8, 10. Go. The eggies. Merrill for the lead!
0: The jazz.
3: Uh Stockton of the three. Hit it!
0: The high schools.
3: Also's gonna take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone.
0: If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it.
2: Number four of my best non-sports sports. sports, Wife carrying. I beg your pardon?
0: It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and AJ Selvason.
4: Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, AJ, you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 106.9
0: FM, 1390 AM, The Fan.
2: Good afternoon. Hello. Welcome on in to another edition of the Full Court Press Eric Franson with you here, and love to hear from you as well, getting your reactions to what happened over the weekend. And big things happening today, too. 435-339-0321 to chime in on the Guild Mortgage text line. Uh, We've got a Bolitnikov semifinalist recognition for Devin Tompkins. Not recognized as the offensive player of the week in the Mountain West, but uh, it's hard to give the nudge to uh, get that over. Um, Charles Williams, who ran for 266 yards and three touchdowns. And there was some discussion, too, in our post-game Colin show on, on KVNU Saturday night, technically early Sunday morning. Uh, would a Johnny Carter be considered as the defensive player of the week? Well, he had a forced fumble. He had an interception. He had a sack. I mean, the guy was all over the place for Utah State. However, they gave it to Cameron Thomas at San Diego State, he had ten uh, season-high 10 tackles, three-and-a-half tackles for loss. He had three sacks, forced a fumble. Again, that's kind of hard to unseat that. But still, there were some great performances on Saturday by the Utah State Aggies. Uh, uh, Johnny Carter, is what, as we mentioned, uh, Devin Tompkins continues to impress week in and week out. Derek Wright had some incredible catches. Good to see Calvin Tyler Jr. out there running again. Uh, the run game for Utah State – wasn't really working that great early on, but they were they stayed committed to trying it. That was one of the keys uh, from Friday, if you remember, that they needed to have some kind of a regular running attack. Now it didn't gain a lot of yards early on, uh, and really didn't gain a lot of yards overall. It was 147 total net rushing yards for Utah State, which is not uh, necessarily going to blow the socks off of anybody, but they continued to go to it and continue to. Have that San Diego State or San Jose State defense aware that they, there was that potential, and I thought that there was some solid running that happened with not just Calvin Tyler Jr., but uh, Noah, uh, uh, Micah Kona. I think it was kind of a mix of a couple different guys that continued to keep that San Jose State defense guessing, and that set up the play action and really helped with a lot of other things that Utah State wanted to do offensively. Just the floodgates just opened like we haven't seen in a while with 24 points in one quarter. Just absolutely incredible. So uh, no individual honors from the Mountain West this week for Utah State players for football, but Devin Tompkins was recognized as a Bolitnikoff semifinalist uh, down to uh, the final 10 on uh, you know, the recognitions for uh, the best receiver, uh, I guess best pass catcher, because it's not just uh, uh, unique to wide receivers in college football, but uh, certainly well-deserving of what he's doing there. And and Tompkins, he's only like, what, 91 yards away from surpassing Kevin Curtis in the single-season record for Utah State in uh, in receptions and receiving yards. And he's... He's easily going to get that. If not on Saturday against Wyoming, he'll get that the following week at New Mexico. Uh, with the it's currently the, the the trajectory that he's on, so tremendous season so far for them. Uh, and we, we earlier heard uh, uh, Blake Anderson, we heard Philip uh, Paya and uh, Quazzo Williams, excuse me, Quazzo White, uh, praising Devin Tompkins and what they're doing offensively, but. Uh, uh, I think we need to give a lot of recognition, too, to what's going on defensively for Utah State and how well things are improving there, uh, stopping the running uh, attack of their opponents. Um, So uh, that's absolutely been a huge part of what they've been able to do and a huge part of their success here recently. Uh, Reminder, if you want to weigh in, love to hear your thoughts on our Guild Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321, 9952, weighing in. Happy to see Aggies cleaned up the penalties the last three games. Well, that's a great point too. I just generally, I think it that's part of this this evolution of this team. Period. They just seem more focused and more dialed in, and uh, a much cleaner style of what we're seeing um, out of this team. And uh, Coach Anderson uh, earlier today. Kind of a the, yes. The the run defense has been great, but it's because the the team is buying into what the coaches have been trying to teach them and uh, help them with and understand for several months. And uh, here's some of his comments uh, earlier today about how that defense for Utah State has absolutely been improving.
7: There's a lot of there's a lot of factors are playing. Clearly, the guys are technically are playing playing really well at this point. A lot of one on ones that we. That we uh we won in those areas. And it was a lot of different guys. You don't see one just one jersey number showing up. When I was going through and kind of cutting up the tape, it, it was, you know, it was Marcus one play, it was Phil one play, it was Holly, one play, Byron, you know, Justin Rice. Uh, I mean, everybody got involved. They everybody made plays, and and a lot of those in, you know, even Kessie, I mean, young dude in there made one of the biggest plays in the backfield for one of our tackles for loss. So I think it's been technically, we're getting better and better as guys just continue to improve at the drill work and the, and the techniques that we work on every day, but schematically I thought this defensive staff did a great job over the last few weeks of really planned our strengths, attacking the fronts and, and the schemes that we're seeing very specific details of what we want to get done in certain looks. And our guys have, listened to the plan, prepared and gone in and executed it real well. So a lot of people deserve credit. Um, we, um, you gain confidence with making plays as well. I think there's a level of confidence right now that we can we can play against big body guys that are built well as long as we use our quickness and speed and really, really good technique. Uh, they got out of the gate on us a couple of times, but to be able to hold them honestly to the number that we did, I, I, I don't think any of us saw that coming.
2: Absolutely tremendous what Utah State was able to do defensively. And it's kind of funny to hear Coach Anderson say, that we performed better than what we thought we would. Uh, Dialing up a game plan and not only executing it, but executing it beyond what your expectations were is uh, is always impressive. Um, By the way, hello, John Russell stopping in. Hi, John. Hey, good to be here. Uh, Certainly, John is part of our broadcast crew for USU Basketball, and we'll get to that big win on Saturday. Great Love to get your reactions to that uh, coming up uh, a little bit later on. But, uh, John, this football team really making improvements defensively, and I don't know that I've seen anything drastically different in the scheme. I just think that we're seeing players making plays. I don't know if they're just understanding it better and putting themselves in the right position. They just seem like they've got more intent in how they're attacking the opponent.
10: Well, simple as it sounds. I mean, it's, it's, this is a football team that some teams peak in the first game or the second game. And uh, this defense has just gotten better with every game. And uh, San Jose state's not a bad football team. This is, this is not a win to just kind of glance over and go out San Jose. It's not a big deal.
2: (laughs) no yeah i mean it's the reigning conference champions they were favored to beat utah state on saturday Mm -hmm. uh uh, this was on a lot of our calendars is this is going to be a really tough win to get for usu man they just (laughs) obliterated the spartans
10: well yeah talking to a lot of fans they you know after the nice start they were like all right one of the last games of the last games which one could they lose and it was a lot of people thought it was going to be San Jose, and you know they came out. I I still worry. I guess I'm a you know, uh, you know the glasses half empty kind of guy sometimes. But they did give up the early score, but uh, in this case they, they rebounded really well in the
2: second half. No, well, they rebounded in the second quarter or in second a big quarter big way. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, a couple texts that have come through. This is from two six zero three. I've heard whispering that Coach Anderson may have interest from Washington State. Any credence to this? I said this last hour, who wouldn't have interest in Blake Anderson right now? Yeah. If you've got a program that's had issues and you need to turn things around and succeed and establish credibility early on, why wouldn't you be looking at Blake Anderson? Yeah.
10: Where was this program picked in the preseason polls? I mean, you, you were talking that Utah State was lower half of the division.
2: Second from last in their division. Yeah. The bottom three overall.
10: So you, you turn around and you take a team like that, all sorts of uncertainty, a lot of questions, what was going on. Was the cupboard empty? You know. But the thing is, is you know, we miss Ajay. Ajay's not here today. But in his mind, what it would be is Sataki's going to Washington – And then Anderson's going down to BYU. No. (laughs) Because we know how much he loves BYU. no,
2: Blake Anderson will not go to BYU, be the
8: coach at BYU. Now, this
10: is, how do you not vote for him as the coach of the year at this point? I mean, he's, the things that he's done with this program, of course, it's also nice that he was able to bring players that he was comfortable with, that he knows. The fact that that Bonner came in here and he's produced as well as he is. Uh, Although, you know, with all these endorsements, he needs to get one for, you know, Band-Aid or somebody like that because he just gets pummeled every game. <laughs> I know. Band-Aid company, maybe some urgent cares. If you're out there, I give see him hot. a call.
2: <laughs> that would be perfect. Uh, speaking of Aj, you invoked his name. Uh, 1570 does as well. It's funny Aj made it sound like the Aggies had no chance against San Jose State. Aggies scored more points in the second quarter than San Jose did the entire game. That didn't age well. <laughs> oh, look, both both Aj and I picked Utah State to win, but mm-hmm. we both thought it would be narrow margins. Uh, we were both were off. Well, I don't
10: think anybody really, honestly, if you're sitting back, oh, I knew they were going to win. No, no, you're lying. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not buying into that. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a pl- close game, and I really thought the way Utah State had been playing, a lot of confidence. Yeah. Um, I, I, for me personally I didn't get a chance to call in or give you my score but I thought my prediction was 31 27 and to me what's even bigger is that they scored that many more points was the fact that they held San Jose to so few yeah and you know let's face it it's you know you know the media loves high scoring high powered high octane offenses but it's the defense that wins and that's what did it did it
2: this week. A huge difference. Uh, 2603, uh, referring to Blake Anderson, is his buyout at least $10 million? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It, I doubt it. Uh, but uh, it, it, he's got a lot of years on his contract, so it would be more hefty than if he was in year three or four of a five-year contract, even if there were a year extension in there. But uh, after his first year, if the five-year contract... Um, I don't know what the buyout would be, but I don't think it's $10 million. But, uh
10: I don't want buyouts. I want, I want him to stick around. He's, I agree. But, you know, it's you got to strike while the, while the iron's hot. and Yeah, he's going to be – it's hard to see this, but after one year, he's going to be at the top of all the lists. You go down, you know, projections – Possible options. He's he's going to be guy right there at the top. Well,
2: the thing is there's there's going to be a domino effect that happens this yeah. year, right? Because USC is going to want somebody very notable, um, probably a, a proven coach. Um, so who who is that? Uh, there's talk that uh, they may be s- focusing their attention on Dave Aranda, with the success he's having at Baylor. So if he takes that, now there's an opening at Baylor. It's that back in the South. does that appeal to Blake Anderson to get back to the South? Is he happy being here in the, in the West? Those are things that I don't know. Yeah. And the other thing is, is there a certain school or destination that's always been kind of uh, his mecca that he always loved to be at, and all of a sudden if that opens up, it's hard to argue against taking that opportunity.
10: Well, there's a former coach here that, that went to Texas Tech, uh, no longer is employed there. And financially, he's doing fine. Nice fat buyout for him, and he'll get picked up. Some some team will look at him as an OC, and you know it's just it's an environment now where, as a coach, why would you not go? Why would you not take that chance? And yeah, especially like you said, if you've got that dream job, you know, if you grew up uh, you know a a Texas Longhorn, and that job comes open, which it may very well. May may, but, may become we'll, opening uh, sooner rather than later. We will, we will have to get into that. But, yeah, I mean, you got to take advantage of that because what happens? You don't do well. You get fired. But they're going to pay you 5 $10, 15000000 million to let you go. And if you really are a brilliant mind, a good mind, Blake Anderson, <laughs> this guy can coach. He's going to get another job. And so, you know, take advantage of it while you can. By the way, I'm available. Any any coach uh, ads out there? I'm I'm willing, willing to accept. uh, Really good at video games. uh, I am I am the man.
2: (laughs) Uh, Five eight seven nine. Hey, I knew they were going to win big. No, it's good. I good for you. Um, great to hear (laughs) if those had had the confidence. Uh, I had confidence they'd win. I just. I did not see that they would win by the margin. San Jose has not allowed anybody to score more than 30, 32 points on them all year. Yeah. And And they've played some good teams. Uh, 2197. As long as Blake Anderson doesn't tell us he doesn't like us, he loves us, we are fine. (laughs) (laughs) That's great.
10: I love it, yeah. Yeah. Well, he's. Yeah. It's, It's sad that we're already talking about that, though. I mean, there's. Right now you go to coach Anderson he's going to be saying hey I'm I'm focused on Wyoming which is going to be a tough ball game. Uh you know you're going to you're going to chat about a lot of of that the rest of the week but Yeah don't don't be sleeping on two big games against Hawaii and San Jose and you know New Mexico State kind of they're a bad football team and they you know they made made some plays so you got to get going.
2: It, it was a very favorable schedule for USU this mm-hmm. year. Uh, By the way, Blake is getting a lot of attention, and deservedly so, for what he's done here. But it's also, you have to include the entire staff and what they've done uh, and how they've moved this whole thing forward. Uh, And one of those guys getting some recognition just this afternoon, that's Kyle Cephalo. I mentioned the job he's doing. How does he not get some recognition (laughs) For what's going on with the Utah State receivers, uh, he's the passing game coordinator and wide receivers coach at Utah State. And everywhere this guy goes, his players get recognized and they perform at a very high level. And so today, just this afternoon, he has been announced as a nominee for the Broyles Award. Um, and that goes to the top college football assistant coach. He's one of 59 nominees and uh, from about nearly 1,300 assistant coaches overall. Uh, but uh, So it's, it's a recognition. That's an honor to be recognized mm-hmm. as a nominee. But, um, but what he's doing with the Utah State Receiving core the year that Devin Tompkins is having, Derek Wright, how he has emerged, Brandon Bowling is solid every week. Uh, and, and there's a, uh, we're leaving guys out. McGriff uh, has really stepped forward and has been more of an impact player last year we weren't sure where he, where he was at if he felt engaged or not but he's turned into a weapon for Utah state so Kyle Cephalo absolutely deserves the recognition and being a, a nominee for the uh, the Broyles award going to the top college football assistant coach
10: so get this i had i had a, a friend say yeah i don't think Tompkins had a big game on sunday or saturday and i, I started to think about it to have five catches for 130 yards and not have a big... <laughs> uh, what is the definition of a big game then? I'm, I'm just, I guess 200 yards is his standard <laughs> now. Your average yards per catch. He didn't have phenomenal. a touchdown, though, so it did not. So, no, you know, that's... off day. For <laughs> five day. for 127, come on.
2: Uh, a few more texts coming through. This is from 5253. Five, I was worried we'd struggle to bounce back after a much easier opponent last week. Glad I was proven wrong. Uh, yeah, true. I mean, they were a little lackadaisical at New Mexico State. Um, it was kind of clear they didn't really want to be there or just overlooked them and took them a minute to kick in things into gear. But it uh, could have been easy to walk into yeah. San Jose thinking, ah, we've got this in the bag, look how well we're playing. But this, this coaching staff is not letting this team – have that attitude at all
10: no and and i think that new mexico state game was good just made him realize you can't just show up we'll talk about this with the aggies in basketball you can't just show up and expect to win uh, but no they they are you hear this as coach speak all the time Oh, we're gonna take one week at a time and what? But, but the reality is you're looking at your schedule and you're going well we got samford not stanford samford <laughs> You know, we, we've we got, you know, these schools and you think you're going to, you're just going to waltz through. And I think that was a little bit of what happened against New Mexico State. And I think coach took advantage of that. I don't think there was a lot of yelling. It was just like, okay, guys, see what happens. That's what happens.
2: Yeah. That attitude and yeah. uh, deliberate um, kind of approach in that third quarter coming out of halftime was very evident for Utah State in that game a few weeks ago. Uh nine, 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 five weighing in. Take out number thirteen, and is Blake Anderson looking so good? You bet. Yes. Yeah. Hey, look what Derek Wright's been doing. McGriff has emerged. Uh, you still have other wide receivers that they underutilize because you still have thirteen is so good. I mean, if Devin Tompkins wasn't making the the catches that he was that he's doing and making the plays that he's making, other guys would be available for throws. Yeah,
10: Would they make those plays? I'm not so sure. But, yeah, but they would still make to the plays. the same plays.
2: level, yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's, that's maybe not fair, but uh, not to take away from Devin Tompkins.
10: Well, instead of it being 48-17 against San Jose, maybe it's 38-17 or 41. You know, he's worth some points. I, I'm with that. But uh, no, you just, again, I go back to, you know, what I said there right at the beginning. This is a team that didn't come out and have a great game against Washington State and then just kind of, lollygag through the rest of the year and not get they've gotten better every game.
2: They have. Yeah. They ha- absolutely. And last week may have been their most complete game mm-hmm. outside of the t- early turnovers, um, offensively and defensively, really really solid.
10: Were you as nervous were you nervous at all after those first quarter turnovers? Did, did how did you feel?
2: I mean, I'd be lying if I didn't say I was nervous, but I didn't uh, I wasn't concerned. I mean, I've we've seen this team so many times rebound from being down double digits i knew they weren't out of it and it was early in the game yeah but uh it had me a little bit alarmed like that's a rough way to start how's this game going to play out san jose's not a bad team but i felt that utah state would still have plenty of time to recover from it but uh yeah i'll be be lying if i didn't say it was a little bit nervous i you know i was i
10: was frustrated i'm like come on guys let's Let's not play this game anymore, <laughs> you know, where we go down and, and have to come back. But I, I don't know. After all this season, the things that have happened, I was kind of like, all right, here we go again. Go out and make some more popcorn, and all right, we'll see what happens. How the, how are they going to come back? And they did.
2: They did. Uh, 5879, does Coach A's decision hinge on how much his staff can get paid somewhere else? Uh,
10: see, that's, that's a big
2: yeah. Does he decide to stay if he knows his entire staff gets purged? Yeah. Uh, that would be tough. Uh, does he decide to stay if half of his staff stays? Does he decide to stay if – yeah, wh- wh- how many of his staff leave? How much of that, does that play on whether he stays or not? Uh, that's a really good question. And
10: why are they leaving? I mean, if, if somebody gets a shot at a head coaching position – Really, nothing you can do about that. There's only one head coach, but when it comes down to if they if they get taken poached by bigger programs that have bigger budgets, yeah, it's something to look at.
2: Uh, four eight seven five to ask if Blake Anderson would look as good without number thirteen is a myopic myopic comment, in my opinion. Uh, last year's team was playing with number thirteen too. We know how that went. Fair point. Yeah. Yes.
10: Well, you just, this offense is, you know, it, it's a whole different offense. Of course, it's hard to compare last year. I mean, you look at, there so many, there were so many distractions and issues. So, uh, but it, it's come together. It's come together as a team and they've, uh, you know, they just look more comfortable. Every di- drive is a little different. Every situation is different. You know, I heard you talking about the running game. You know, too often we think about, you know, your running game is not successful Unless every running back breaks off an 80-yard touchdown run, you know, or a 45-yard run, the the running game has has been solid. It's done what we needed it to do. It it keeps the other defenses off the uh, the defense honest, and they have no choice. They've got to they've got to respect it because they know if they don't and back off and try and you know cover 13, cover McGriff, cover the other guys then yeah, your running back does have the ability to go 20, 25, 35 yards.
2: Uh, real quick, want to get a comment from Quasile White uh, about Utah State being able to, to do as well as they've been able to do, especially uh, on the road at San Jose, which has a good defense, as we've mm-hmm. noted. They're the reigning champs. And uh, some of his comments earlier today.
5: Uh, first off, we couldn't have done that without defense. The way that the defense played throughout the whole entire game was – amazing from start to finish uh, gave us great field position or excellent field position. Just you couldn't ask for any better. And from that, from then on, we just had to do our part. Um, as you can see, we we were down 14 zero at one point, but defense held our backs and, and kept us in the game as much as we could. And once we finally got on pace and we, we did what we do.
2: Yeah. That, that offense is uh <laughs> Playing great, but good to give that credit to the defense yeah. and the short fields that they gave them, and great field position played a huge role.
10: I think another thing that's so huge in that is just offensively. Don't you think that the the coordinators are willing to take chances because they know that if it doesn't work out, mm-hmm. they've got a defense that can step up. Yeah, that's a great. That, point. that opens. I mean, we talk about all the fourth down attempts. That's that has. Well, it has a little bit to do with the offense, but it really comes down to, hey, I know
2: if we don't get it, the defense is going to step up, we'll get it right back. We we can roll the dice here because we know the defense has our back. Uh, Quick timeout here in the Full Court Press. Love to continue to get your thoughts and reactions to what happened over the weekend with Utah State football and basketball. Uh, Got a recognition in basketball. Didn't get a conference recognition for football, but it did come through in basketball. We'll update you on that coming up on the other side here on the Full Court Press.
4: Need some ideas for holiday shopping this year? Pick up a free copy of the Best of Northern Utah magazine. You'll find nearly 200 categories of the businesses voted the best in Northern Utah. Everything from sporting goods to jewelry, boutique shops, and restaurants. Best of all, these are local businesses that pay local taxes and employ local residents. Your family members and neighbors. So let's help each other out and shop local this holiday season. For magazine locations, go to bestofnorthernutah.com.
3: We're right in the middle of holiday season, most of our focus is on family and friends as it should be. But don't forget your vehicles during the cold winter months. At Valvoliness and Oil Change, we'll make it easy on you to get an oil change, have your vehicle's fluids checked, and if needed, check emissions and renew your registration. All while you sit in your warm car. It doesn't get much easier than that. Valvoliness and Oil Change, 695 North Main, across from Angie's.
1: Renegade Sports of Logan and Centerville has everything you need for the perfect holiday. Renegade has Utah's largest supply of side-by-sides, four-wheelers, motorcycles, and more. Ski-Doo and Polaris snowmobiles with every rebate and finance option available, including zero percent financing OAC. A huge selection of climb winter gear for the entire family. Get there today for the best selection. Leader follow, you decide the ride at the Renegade Sports Park on South Main Logan and Renegade Sports Centerville. This is
3: Dave Simmons for Lesson. Company. It's first
9: and goal on the 10-yard
1: line. Your team is poised to make the play of a lifetime. Your quarterback hands off to the running back who
9: rushes right into a wall. Now the away team says they'll take the wall out of your way, but only after you hand them a suitcase full of cash. That's exactly how ransomware works. In 2020, half of all organizations were victims of a ransomware attack. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolsen.com.
0: The Aggies are number one here. The full court press connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at one Oh six, nine, the fan.com.
6: Although I wasn't here last season, you know, like just being around the atmosphere of these guys, it's, it's, it's a great feeling right now to be eight and two. And, you know, um, you know, like we really didn't expect much coming into the season. You know, like I said, we just we just knew what we were capable of, and we had a level head coming into the season. And I feel like we really just stayed stayed low and just came out to surprise everyone this season.
2: That's Philip Paya making some comments earlier today on the season Utah State has put together so far and making it work. I mean, the the question was posed that you he came from Michigan, who, um. Had a uh, uh, you know, successful program and the expectations coming here that following a season that was really, frankly, bad, really yeah. bad. Yeah. And it's just how it's flipped. You know, it's worked out really well for him and the rest of the Aggies here.
10: Thing I get a little giddy just sitting there is, you know, oh, we're 8 and 2. What? Wait, wait. Are you sure you got that right? We're. <laughs> We're eight and two, uh, you know, yeah. and and really, when you look at the games that, that Utah State lost, I don't think we got beaten. I think we beat ourselves, definitely against Boise. I think that's a game that you you go back and you look at it, and if a few things hadn't happened, I think we're in the game and even winning it. Agreed. And then the BYU, B- uh, eh, maybe I'll pull back on that one. But, yeah, but you're looking at the team that's number fourteen in the country. So it's not like you know we we it was a bad loss where we just kind of got manhandled and shouldn't have. You lost to a better team. Sometimes that's gonna happen. But yeah, that Boise that Boise game may have been the key to the season because it may have been like you know what we can play. We can come out. We can compete with everybody anytime, anywhere if we do it
2: right. And if we do it right, we win. We win. Yeah, good point. Five four five two on our Guild Mortgage text line. I do not know where the money will come from, but is there any chance they reward Blake and staff for their incredible season and help them decide to stay? Good question. I know there are bonuses that happen with a head coach's salary when you reach certain milestones, and I believe becoming bowl eligible is a bonus clause that gets uh, enacted for, at Utah State for Blake Anderson. Uh, going to a bowl game, winning a conference championship, I think those are additional bonus opportunities for the head coach how that trickles down to assistants and other staff I I don't know that may be more of the coach's discretion if he uses that to reward them or keep it for himself I don't know Uh, or if they have anything individually in their own uh, contracts I can't I don't know can't speak to that
10: it's it's hard to compete about with it though Rolovich for Washington State three million a year and here was a guy you know Good reputation, but they lost Mike Leach. Mike Leach was making almost four million a year. I miss. I love Mike Leach. (laughs) I, I watched. He had a
2: big win over the weekend. Yes,
10: he did. But how do you how do you compete? I mean, let's say we can get the salary up to one point five two million or two million a year. That's an extra. You know, that's a fifty percent salary increase. You've got bigger, better facilities, a bigger stage. Uh, bigger spotlight, man. That's that's tough. It is tough. That's tough. We got spoiled with stew I mean, that's what it comes down to. And this was a little before my time Very up here. Of. But you know, you were here when there were you know people were Washington State, weren't they? Looking at him.
2: Yes, Utah looked at him. BYU looked at him.
10: That doesn't happen. People don't. You know, most coaches look for that opportunity to take that next step. Can I? And I, who was, I think it was Larry Brown, the NBA coach, said it's, it's no matter how good things get, you always sit back and go, hmm, can I take that program and change it? You know, can I go from pro to college and be successful and back? Can I take that historically bad program? Obviously, paraphrasing here, taking tremendous liberties. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, that's that's the thing is that, you know, like I think you hit it on, if there's a dream job, if he always wanted to coach at Auburn and Auburn opens up, sayonara, he's gone. But you've got to look at him and go, hmm, that program, yeah, they had a bad season, but I like what they've got. I can turn them around. It's an ego thing. They like to do it.
2: And
10: he did. It. he's done a great job here
2: uh 9995 with a couple texts having one of the best receivers in the league is not a myopic view it rubs off on other players coaches are not making the catches getting the extra yards confidence begets confidence and by all accounts 13 is going pro so yeah not myopic
10: good point it's a
2: fair point
10: it's a good point but um yeah the, the players are going to do it but you want coaches You know, I don't want to badmouth anybody, but again, a previous coach here that left and came back.
2: Hmm. (laughs) Kind of narrows the field a little.
10: Different guy. He was very
2: different. Very different guy. And
10: And the first stint, very fired up. And that's, you know, I've told the story. I ran into him at a local grocery store when he got hired. And after talking to him for about 30 seconds, I was ready to take out a bag boy. (laughs) Just spear him and take him down, prevent that extra bag. You know, I was ready to go and then ran into him after the fact and and a different guy, but wasn't as fired up. I think that's what Coach Anderson uh, does here. He he comes in, he's fired up, he's ready to go.
2: Yeah, I I agree. But um, also to say, would he have the same success right now if he hadn't been able to keep Devin Tompkins out of the transfer portal would they be 8 and 2 instead of maybe 7 and 3? I don't know. But uh, it's yes. Devin Tompkins absolutely is helping Utah State with these victories. Would they be able to win without him? I kind of think they would I to agree. the to same degree. I don't know. That that's a that's a good debate and I think that might take something away from Devin Tompkins. Um but uh but it's Overall, you look at how things are developing offensively and defensively, it's impressive.
10: You know, there's another conversation that we weren't involved in, which I'd be interested. What convinced Devin Tompkins to not enter the transfer portal? Something happened. There was a conversation. There was a meeting. There was something that, that Tompkins liked that made him go, you know what, I'm going to stick around. I, I, I think something good's going to happen
2: here. Good point. Uh, three 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 one. Let's keep our ad. Uh, certainly, he's made a lot of great hires recently. It certainly helped his resume tremendously. Got a good track record.
10: Yeah. Think things have gone
2: well. Uh, we need to take another quick timeout on the full court press. Uh, when we do, when we come back, I should say, let's shift and talk about basketball. Big win on Friday. You saw it. You reacted to it on the on uh, KVNU Aggie call afterwards, um, and some recognition this week. Uh, because of uh, that performance, especially on Friday. He played well on Tuesday also, but mm-hmm. especially getting the recognition for what he did on Friday. Uh, we'll discuss that and to talk basketball. Talk some hoops coming up on the other side. You're on the Full Court Press.
1: The Elements Restaurant is serving a plated Thanksgiving dinner this year with all the holiday classics. Herb roasted turkey breast with a sage turkey gravy, garlic whipped potatoes, and whipped sweet potatoes, traditional cornbread stuffing, and delicious warm rolls. And for dessert, choose between pumpkin pie, pecan pie, or apple pie galette. Let the Elements serve your family a delicious Thanksgiving feast while you spend the day enjoying family and friends. Primetime fills up quickly. Reserve online today at TheElementsRestaurant.com or call 750-5171.
4: Cache Valley is absolutely beautiful. It's always fun to be outdoors. Winter is the perfect time to let the Allergy Clinic inside the Cache Valley Hospital and now in Providence help you with venom testing for next spring and summer. The Allergy Clinic offers testing and treatment to life-threatening stings from honeybees, yellow jackets, white-faced hornets, yellow hornets, and wasps. Independent physicians Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette offer Cache Valley a full-time Allergy Clinic in two locations, Providence and inside the Cache Valley Hospital. The Allergy Clinic accepts most insurance, including SelectMed. Call the Allergy Clinic at 753-7880. That's 753-7880. 80. West Liberty Foods in Tremonton is hiring for general production on both shifts, starting at fifteen eighty-five dollars per hour, with a shift premium added for second shift. Machine operators on first shift start at sixteen sixty-five per hour, 12-hour rotating 223 schedule, which means a three-day weekend every other week. West Liberty Foods offers paid vacations, 401k, medical, dental, and vision insurance. You can also try their new Pick Any Three Days for a part-time schedule. Call 435-207-7000 to speak with a recruiter today. Hi, this is
2: James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services.
4: As a thank you for your trust and support since we opened our doors
2: one year ago, we are excited to host a holiday service featuring a Jay Richards ensemble. We extend a special invite to anyone who is missing a loved one as they celebrate this holiday season. All
1: are invited to attend on Thursday, December 2nd at 7 p.m. with refreshments to follow. Please give us a call or visit WhitePineFunerals.com for more information.
10: White Pine Funeral Services.
8: sure what to do for thanksgiving dinner does the thought of that mess turn you off then call the beehive pub and grill they have an amazing family style thanksgiving meal ready to go just order by friday november 19th by 5 p.m pick up on november 24th between noon and 6 heat and serve that's it a full thanksgiving meal with all the normal fix-ins without the hassle prices will vary order for two or get meals for six call for details beehive pub and grill logan
0: Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Thanks for checking back in
4: on the Mountain West Network studio. I'm Jesse Kurtz. The Mountain West men's basketball season is off to a terrific start, and it's time to reveal the first player of the week. Justin Bean from Utah State is honored as the player of the week after averaging a double-double with 23 points and 13 rebounds per game while shooting 61.5% from the floor over two games against Richmond and UC Davis. The Aggies' senior forward scored a career-high 30 points in a win over the Spiders.
2: Yeah, that was a big win uh, for Utah State, and certainly that doesn't happen without the play of Justin Bean. Yeah, <laughs>
10: there was anybody that deserved that he was the guy uh i, I didn't catch it did they mention the career high career points high, yes. uh double double just absolutely dominating he's there's a little something freaky about him well there's a lot of things freaky about him. <laughs> but it's like watching that game he would he would all of a sudden just be there with the ball and it was like where did he come from how did, how did he do that and uh he just he was the difference maker and uh you know, just, just phenomenal game, 30 and 14. I think one of the things that you've got to look at, which is even more amazing, is not only does he score and rebound and do that, one turnover against Richmond, and uh, I think in UC Davis he only had a couple, one or two. And so, you know, he, just, he had two against UC Davis. He's just so smart and plays with such energy. Uh, good things are bound to happen.
2: Yeah, uh, we're talking off the air. His superpower is that he's just, he stays active. Yeah. Uh, and just because of that activity, he always finds himself in the right position at the right time. So kids, if you're listening out there, <laughs> I mean, that's
10: really what it comes down to. And there's somebody, I think it was in this game, compared him to Dennis Rodman. Mm. And at first, you kind of cringe ah Dennis Rodman, he's a nut job, but really, when you watch him in the court, he was brilliant. There was a reason he got so many rebounds and and some of it was mind games, yeah, some you know, sometimes he'd get on people, but for the most part, if you really watched him, he looked for angles, he looked for shot release points he looked for angles and and how was that ball going to b- uh, bounce off the rim and he was there and i think that's one thing just means got going for him is he has the hustle and he's on the ground all the time but i think he's so smart recognizing okay where's that shot coming from where is it likely to bounce off and where do i need to be to get it and yeah 13 and 14 rebounds i think he's doing something right
2: the other thing that uh, is impressive to me is not just his activity level, but how he's continuing to work on his outside shot. Yeah. Three for four from beyond the arc. Yeah. And well, that, that's the, the next step he needs to take if he wants to play at the next level.
10: And it's not three for four where he's sitting there like, well, should I shoot it? They're not guarding me. He's looking for that shot, and that's what I love most about it. If if you remember him in the last couple of years, he didn't look for a shot. He didn't you know, necessarily want to take it he wanted to pawn it off to somebody else let them do it and not this time i think it was early in the davis game he took an early three and it was just in the flow he just got it released it buried
2: it much of his offense was just on being in the right place at the right time with putbacks there wasn't a lot of designed offense running through him under uh, coach smith least not in the early going maybe there was more last year there were some design plays for Justin but still even then not a heck of a whole lot but he is more intentional in how he is part of the offense uh under coach Odom and deservedly so I mean with he's deserved to earn that opportunity he's such a good dude
10: I mean, you just want want to go pat him on the back and go to way to way to go. You know, I think one of the things you have to look at, he's, he's two games. He's had five offensive rebounds in each game. And I think we look at the overall number and you go, well, you got 13. That's impressive. 14. That's impressive. But those five per game are opportunities for the Aggies to get some points that they might not have other otherwise gotten.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, Great recognition. He was recognized as a Mountain West Conference Player of the Week uh, despite uh, losing their first game on Tuesday. Tremendous performance on Friday in a big one for Utah State and really for the Mountain West Conference. Uh, in the rankings, Colorado State is receiving votes in the top 25 college basketball poll. Um, they are receiving, uh, I had it now, 15 votes. And right now, the only Mountain West school to be receiving votes. San Diego State losing at BYU uh, last week, so that didn't help the conference much. But um, uh, Fresno State, uh, uh, excuse me, Colorado State, the only Mountain West conference school receiving votes. At least this is in the AP. The coaches poll has not yet been released.
10: No, it, it's not. And that's alright. I think this is a conference that's going to be kind of kind of dangerous and that they're all. I don't think there's a team that's head and shoulders above everybody else, but I think they're all going to be very competitive. You know, in years past, we've had some road trips where you've been like, okay, here's here's a trip where you know we're going to be okay. We can kind of, you know, take it easy a little bit, and you don't have to play our best ball. I think this year they're going to have to be there every night, ready to go. Otherwise, you could get you could get smoked any night.
2: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I think there's a lot of parity. I think there's a lot of really good basketball especially at the top of the league with um, a lot of great coaches in this league. Uh, now, Utah State stayed in Annapolis for a few days. They've, they're on their way now to the Myrtle Beach uh, area for their uh, this basketball tournament. They play Penn, uh, what is it, on Thursday? Thursday,
10: 1230 our time.
2: So an early tip-off, um, and then uh, it, depending on how well they do there, will determine who they play next. Uh, it'll either be Davidson or
10: New Mexico State. Okay, that's right. which would be kind of interesting, you know, rehashing it with uh, some old whack foes and uh, see how that goes. Yeah, there are going to be a lot of people taking some late lunches come Thursday. So any <laughs> any business owner out there, just just get ready to to recognize people aren't going to show. Now it, it's a great opportunity for Utah State to see teams that play a different kind of ball. Richmond definitely plays a different kind of ball and and you know got to see how they were going to respond to that. Um Penn is going to be you know very kind of slow and and monotonous in what they do. They don't you know they're not like Princeton, but they're going to slow it down. And then Davidson or New
2: Mexico State, that's that's going to be a battle. Those are good teams to draw. Uh I think it's the the teams in that tournament are solid teams. Mm-hmm. Um, so these are all neutral sites, um, which could help Utah State in the net. Um, to be considered a quad one win for these games, they would need to be uh, considered a top 50 team. I don't know how many of those are going to be considered top 50 because um, it's in a neutral site, but um, it could be solid, a solid quad two win
10: for sure. Well, I think going into the game, Richmond was considered a quad win one win. At the time, we'll, we'll have to see what happens to him the rest of the year. Um, you be you now become a UC Davis fan. You now become a Richmond fan. You know that, hey, that helps us. Big West has picked up quite a few
2: wins early on in the in the basketball season, kind yeah. of surprising wins. So Big West playing some pretty good basketball early on. Yeah. Uh, another quick timeout here in the full court press. When we come back, um, Utah Jazz in a bit of a funk, losing four out of their last five. What's the problem and uh, what's the answer? Uh, is it just they don't have Rudy Gay? They don't have a full complement of players? Can that be, is he going to solve all problems? I uh, kind of doubt that, but we'll get your thoughts on that as well on our Guild Mortgage text line, 435 339 0321 here on the Full Court Press.
8: It's that first kiss, that moment in time.
4: This is Jarek Jerick from Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Everyone knows us as an engagement ring store, but not everyone knows about everything else we do. Custom design, our in-house laser jewelry repair. We offer fashion jewelry, charm bracelets, necklaces, earrings, birthstone jewelry, watches. We
9: love people to just look and make a wish list. Stop in and say hi. Jerick's
8: fine
0: Jewelry. Make it special. Make
9: it Jarek's. The holidays bring family, friends and parties and more. How important is it to you to know that your house is sparkling clean this holiday season? Trust ChemDry of Northern Utah's hot carbonating extraction process to ensure your home is the cleanest, healthiest environment for your family gatherings this season. From carpets to hardwood floors to furniture and even granite countertops for baking. This is Darrell with Northern Utah ChemDry. Call us for some amazing holiday deals and happy Thanksgiving. ChemDry of Northern Utah.
3: ChemDry of Northern Utah.
9: 7526100 Old MacDarroll has a farm An appliance farm With down home country prices And big city selection E-I-E-I-O When you're looking for a friendly spot To drive a little and save a lot Hey, Old
3: MacDarroll has a farm An appliance farm appliance. No overhead, but lots of country charm See, Daryl's appliance downtown benson well
9: what shall we talk about
0: you're listening to the doug gottlieb show ray by
4: definition is ready to face and endure danger native american indian warrior endure or face without showing fear In an effort to be sensitive towards
0: other cultures, we actually kind of
4: eliminate some of the championing of the culture.
0: The Doug Gottlieb Show. Weekday afternoons from 1 to 4 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. It's the full court press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan.
2: Eric Franson, John Russell here on the Full Court Press, uh six two one one. John Russell is my co host tonight, filling in. You can hear John on our KVNU Aggie Call coverage of Utah State Men's Basketball.
10: With Mr. Al Lewis.
2: Yes. And uh, Jalen Moore.
10: Yeah. He just he looks at the game with such a different perspective and it's it's always great to listen to him. You know, you you would expect it, but to to sit there and and listen to the the way he picks part of game, it's it's worth listening just for that.
2: Uh, kind of an, it'll be an early afternoon. Yeah, twelve thirty. Aggie call for you guys on Thursday, and then depending on how that goes, we'll determine when the next game happens on Friday, and then the the last game is on Sunday. Yes, so it's a Thursday, Friday, Sunday bracket. Is that yeah, correct?
10: That is correct. Okay.
2: So uh, as the week goes on, we'll continue to update on what's going on there, who's playing whom, and where, and all that stuff. So we'll keep you up to date on all that. Um, Utah Jazz. Just as we kind of wrap up the show here, John, uh, losers of four of their last five. Uh, they haven't had Rudy Gay available to them yet. Uh, are concerned about this Jazz team and how they're where they're at at this point of the season, or just not too concerned just yet? No. I'm not
10: too concerned at this point. I think it's still early enough that they're trying to figure out some things. And, and uh, you know, we've, we've learned that they're not a good fighting team. They they, <laughs> they need to work on their boxing skills and try and do that. Uh, I think the hardest part is, is they need to figure out who they want to be and then run with it, whether it's going to work or not. Uh, you know, I think a lot of pressure for them to put more points on the board. Well, that that's fine, but if your defense is going to suffer because of that, and the other team still put more points on the board, it it becomes a wash. Rudy Gay is going to be huge, and and yeah. So going back to what you said, they yeah they've lost the games. However, they're still eight and five. This, this it's not like they started off one and ten. They're not the Houston Rockets, so
2: it, it <laughs> could be much perspective, worse. Perspective, yes, that's true. Uh, 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 listening to uh, a David Locke call a uh, game here recently that uh, so th- this team I- in years past, they would often find the weakest defender on the oppo- opposing team and just go at him yeah, and try to do switches to, to get him isolated to go after him. Um, but – They've made the conscious decision not to do that this year, play more of a team concept, because that hurt them in the playoffs. And they're, that may be part of what's going on here, is just trying to adapt to this new concept of, that we got to hold to this, and we'll get it. It's just got some growing pains right now.
10: Well, there, there's where your coaching comes into play. If they've got the right game plan, it'll come together. You just can't, uh, you know, I know our show tonight is not as lively without Ajay here. It makes more sense <laughs> than when Ajay's here. But, you know, it doesn't flow, you know. It just takes some time. And, and I think, you know, the games that they're losing are, are against teams that aren't that bad. Uh, the Magic loss was kind of bad, but they lost to the Heat twice. Not a bad basketball team. Pacers can be good. I'm, I'm not sweating it now.
2: Uh, it's early in the season. Look, if this trend continues, then yes, it is a big problem. But uh, Coach Quinn Snyder is trying to get his team positioned to win in the playoffs, and uh, I'd rather they work out those kinks yeah. now than in April when it's or May when it's too late. Yeah. So but it's great
10: to have you know home court, but.